If I were to have known this when I first started or when I was a few years in the business, like, oh my God, like I would have just been so much more efficient, so much more better at my job and all that kind of stuff. So like, I'm just really excited to share the knowledge because I just see how it impacts us in our own business and our own agents and all that kind of stuff. So that's, that's why I'm excited. The time has come for the knowledge bombs. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome to Level Up. We are giggly happy, excited, and ready for episode number 51. And it's go time. It is. Let's jump right into it. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So today we are talking all about time management, scheduling, and just how to get the most out of your day. This is our OTB 100 last topic of the entire 100 days, which is just crazy to me that we've actually done this consistently for 100 days. But you know why that is? Because we've scheduled it. Boom. We managed our time and we're on schedule. <laughs> we are. And this podcast is being released on the day it's supposed to be. Because, yeah. You know why? Because we've got a schedule. This is just going to be a half an hour of us patting <laughs> ourselves on the back. No, but... I'm wearing a watch right now. Because <laughs> it was on my schedule. No, but we've we've gone through, I think, a lot of painful moments in terms of trying to figure out how to structure our days and our weeks and our months. Um, and we're still not perfect, I don't think. But we're, we're, definitely we're not getting perfect. there. And we're seeing how a scheduled day can definitely have a much better result than just kind of going at things randomly throughout the day. Yeah, I I think once we get past people's first concern when they're in this industry, which is different versions of how do I make money, Mm -hmm. time management and organization, it, it should be number one on everybody's list because nothing else happens if you can't lock this down. Yeah. But your stress, your, or lack thereof, it's all driven by your ability to know what you're supposed to do and where you want to be and how you're supposed to get there. Yeah. And that all comes down to organizing your days as effectively as possible. Yeah. And it also brings you the motivation that you need for your day. If I wake up and I know what my day is going to be, even if it's not too exciting, I just know what, okay, at this time I'm doing this and blah, blah, blah. I get up, I'm like motivated, I'm ready to tackle the day versus a day where I just don't even know what's going to happen. It just, you know, snooze and just not very excited to to get started. Think about that too, because even on days where you're scheduled to do something that you're not excited about. Yeah. Because you're scheduled to do it, you get out of bed mm-hmm. or you get moving with your day. Like whether or not it's something you want to do, if it's something you know you're supposed to do and you've scheduled to do, it keeps you moving. Yeah. It keeps you from being complacent, which is one of the points we'll talk about in terms of the things that get in the way of getting your day going. What? Just stagnant complac- complacency. Is that a word? Complacency? Complacency. Complacency. <laughs> 
Just the time wasters, which is what we call it and the thing we're talking about. But just different versions of things that keep you from doing what you should be doing. In some cases, because you didn't plan anything out and you don't know what you should be doing. Yeah. So I think the number one pitfall that most agents have is they are not structuring their day around money-making activities. They create work for themselves that it has no connection to their goals. And it's something that I think I continue to struggle with and just like having that realization because what I'll do in my agenda or what I have done in the past is I've listed off like a whole bunch of to-dos, a little bit of errands, like some, you know, random emails I'm sending off to get back to people, whatever it is. But though none of that is money-making activity. It's just kind of trying to play catch up with what I need to do. And so even though I accomplished all of those things, the important things haven't been written down, so they're falling by the wayside. Important in terms of your business. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and we, we talked about this earlier. That should be the first thing you focus on is what are, and we talked about the annual plan and the objectives you have for your year and for your own success and what you're striving towards, and that should be driven or that should be what your scheduling and what your time management should be driven towards, that if you can't connect the things you're planning in to money-making activities or the objectives you set for yourself, they're probably a time waster. The yeah. ca- the caveat to that, the only thing that I throw in there is that obviously you have things that you need to do in your life mm-hmm. that aren't money-making activities. Like you mentioned errands and, and well, for sure. the things, we have to do them. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, but- I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. So it doesn't mean don't get groceries because no. it's not a money-making okay, activity. Okay, but this is, this is what, yeah. Like, I think you need to set a, a work day out for yourself. Being in this industry means that your hours are sometimes all over the place. And a lot of people don't treat it like a nine-to-five job. And I understand that you're probably going out in the evenings and the weekends as well. So you can, you know, fiddle around with that. But... How much of your nine to five or whatever hours that is, is actually spent on client calls, um, you know, cold calling, prospecting, um, going on appointments, you know, all of those things that lead eventually to you making money. How much, honestly, when you look at your schedule, be honest with yourself, how much of that is actually in there? And when you realize it's not all of that time, I think what you're saying with all this other stuff you do, a lot of these other things... We do them to build in excuses to not do the money-making stuff or to build in filler because, hey, I've got an hour that's free now because I didn't schedule anything in. Maybe I'll shop around on Amazon for Christmas gifts, Mm -hmm. right? And it's something that's great to do, but it's not part of being productive, right? It's a different kind of productive that you can work outside of your working day. Um, And I think everybody, myself included, we will always find ways to justify the stuff we do that isn't a money-making activity and saying, well, it's something I had to do and I had a free hour, so I did it. Mm -hmm. But when things fall by the wayside, the point of time management when it comes to your business is to make sure, again, that you're staying accountable to your goals. And if you don't plan out the activities you need to do consistently to get there, which is what we've been talking about for the first 80 some odd days of this 100, mm-hmm. you're not going to get there. It's a mm-hmm. self-fulfilling prophecy. If you don't 
follow the plans and build the plans you've made for yourselves and then schedule them in in a way that's organized so you actually get there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, you know, number one is reminding yourself of your goals and you should be doing that at least weekly, if not daily, is looking at that because a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll write out an annual plan and then they'll put it away in a drawer until next year. And then they'll look at it at the end of the year and they'll be like, oh yeah, didn't get there. But that's because you haven't been looking at them. You don't know what they are. And so if you're reminding yourself constantly about what those plans are or those goals are, then you're scheduling in the right tasks that you need to do. So right. that's number one. Um, are you jumping to number two or am, I, or am I building on number one? You can build on number one if you'd like. It depends on what. That might be your number two <laughs> is what I was going to build on number one. No, right? no, go ahead. Well, just if we take your objectives further, if you remember how we did it, they're not big lofty goals that stand yeah. alone, right? They're deliberately broken down into as small a morsel as is possible for yourself so that you've got the achievable sub-goals to the goals that are getting you where you need to be, those are the things that are easier to schedule and manage your time with. Because yeah. if your goal was, I'm going to make a quarter million dollars this year, yeah, you don't schedule that. Right. Right? Like that's the goal. But you've now, if you've done everything again in the first 80 days, the way that we hope you have, mm -hmm. you've broken that down to understand what that means in terms of achievable, tangible things you can do. And then the little pieces the of those tangible activities. things. Right. Those are the money-making activities. So yeah. if you haven't, and maybe this is the first episode you're listening to, that's fine. We invite you to listen to more things and email us and all that. But mm -hmm. money-making activities doesn't mean going out and cashing checks. Like, Don't take these things as literal definitions. Money-making activities are the things you do that lead to those goals that are making you money. Mm -hmm. So like Katie was saying, dealing with clients, prospecting, door knocking, um, to some degree it might have to do with your marketing plan, right? These are things that might lead to the goals that you've set for yourself, it might be creating content. But, and this is a big but, and I like big buts, and I cannot lie. <laughs> Dad joke of the day. Uh -huh. um, you can't drown in all the good ideas just because you can justify that they lead to something. If they're not part of the plan you set for yourself, don't do them mm -hmm. and avoid doing them by filling your schedule with the things you know you need to do. Right, exactly. So when you look at your schedule, you want to ide ideally schedule the the productive money-making activities when you're going to be the most productive. To be honest with yourself, when is that time? And typically for most people, I would say it's the morning. There's less distractions then. Um, you can get into the office and hopefully put your head down for a couple of hours. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, hopefully the school hasn't called you yeah. yet that your kid needs to be picked up. Right. Yeah. In a, in a perfect world. Um, and so, so identifying that because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I've done this many times before. It's like, I know I need to do something and I'll get to it. And two, three o'clock in the afternoon rolls around and that like everybody has their like slow sluggish time. And for me, it's usually between the hours of like two and three. I'm like slowing down, like I can't keep focus. It's really difficult. So if you can kind of schedule your time around when are those areas that, you know, I'm, I'm on, I'm like usually very energetic. I'm ready to tackle my goals. That's when you need to put it in there. 
Well, think think about it like a school day. There's mm-hmm. recess they put in there because people need a little bit to decompress. Yeah. But it's scheduled, and like my sluggish time is a little bit different from yeah. yours. Mine's earlier. Mm-hmm. I I take a little bit more time to rev myself up. Right. I think your sluggish time comes because you're on mm. for the beginning of the day so much that you yeah. finally kind of run sort of on empty and just need a little recharge, a little granola bar, <laughs> a little yeah. caffeine. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think every day is going to come with different challenges. Like there might be a day where you're picking up the kids earlier or there might be like I know when I'm on like a board meeting for six hours on a Zoom call, like that completely drains me. So to expect myself to then go on to like some sort of activity that requires a lot of energy and a lot of focus is just a failure waiting to happen. That that though leads into when we come to the actual scheduling of what we of how we schedule our days. You know hopefully some of the things that you can standardize into your schedule. Like mm-hmm. we've got a lot of things that we know we have to do and we're yeah. doing at the same time every week and this is really the first year yeah. We really dialed that in. And so in the course of a week now, or really we work kind of in a two-week chunk, I think, or yeah. a monthly. It depends. But like Well, no, there's a lot of weekly stuff though, There's weekly I would stuff. Say. I mean, yeah. we've got in the course of any week, there's probably ten to twelve standard things that we're doing every week. Yeah. Whether it's recording a webinar, whether it's staff meetings, whether it's whatever it is. Podcast. Podcast. So those are plotted in. And they leave adequate room for the other stuff that's a little bit more sporadic. So, you know, like there's board meetings that get put in there. There are um, client time that we want to schedule in there. And it's it's yeah. become a lot easier for me. Like when a client wants to meet, mm-hmm. it used to be without fail, well, you tell me when and I'll be there. Right. This has been the first year where I've been able to say to people, mm-hmm. okay, well, I can do Wednesday this time to this time. Right. Or you give me kind of the range of what you want and I'll see where I can fit you in. Right. And it's not easy to switch to that because we feel like we want to be everywhere for everybody all the time. But when you've taken the time to develop a schedule that leaves pockets open for you to do those things, you won't feel overwhelmed that you're letting people down. Right. I mean, another example, and this is more of a personal thing, but every Friday night we have a pizza and movie night with our kids. And that has become like, I remember when we used to Friday night was a night that sometimes we went out on showings. Mm -hmm. And for, I think both of us this last year, we've just kind of given that, like, we know that's in our schedule. And so that's a big, like red area of the calendar where, okay, no, sorry, I can either do earlier in the day on Friday or anytime on the weekend or whatever it is, we can work around it. But Friday is kind of like that, that day. It's a sacred day for us. And I think that's important. And I don't think we've really recognized that that's what we've done. (laughs) It's kind of like just happened. But now that we do it every single week, it's become a habit. And once you get used to having a habit and and you're sticking to it, then it's a lot easier to just kind of work around it and and figure it all out. Yeah, well, that's what it's that's what it is. It's not just again, it's not just the business stuff. Yeah. That finds a place in there. You need to identify the the spots that are important to you and put them in there. And once you commit them to paper or whatever in your mm-hmm. phone calendar, it's there. Yeah. And it's on you to stay disciplined to stick to it and obviously things happen 
it's oh, a weird sure. world. Like, yeah. and and strangely, knock on wood, I feel like we haven't missed a Friday pizza to movie night. No, in I like guess. literally, I mean, we've been doing it now for three years. Yeah, uh, we actually go. But to, there's, but there was days, year and years past, where one of us might have been gone. Yeah, where we might have missed part of it, or yeah, yeah. And, and and it sucked. Mm-hmm. But we weren't disciplined enough at the time to say, no, 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 this is the time right. we've got for this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the discipline you need to have is just finding out what is necessary to you achieving your goals and find out and identify what's important to you in your life, whether it's working out and exercise or family time or, and and again, this isn't something that follows the formula of every Friday necessarily. It might be one day a month. It might Mm be twice a year. It might be vacations that you schedule. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Not this year though, but most years. Yeah. But the other thing is, and one thing I've heard recently on a podcast was somebody asked the question, it was like, when do you want to end your work day? And I think that's really powerful too, because Mm -hmm. if you can leave pretty much everything, I mean, understanding that real estate comes with a lot of kind of spur of the moment type things. But other than that, um, if you can kind of like leave your computer, hopefully leave your phone for the most part as of six o'clock in the evening or something along those lines, then you can have the time to spend with your family, to have a nice family dinner or however you see that working. But I think everybody kind of needs to have a stop time for their day. And that's something that I'm still working on. Um, I, I would like to get to the point where I just leave my laptop at the office because that would be nice but I'm always paranoid that something's going to come up. But, you know, like little things like that, like to work towards, I think is good. Yeah, well, and then there's also identifying time. It's okay to have guilty pleasures and oh, yeah. time wasters and things like TikTok that. for half an hour? You can do Put that, that stuff. Put that in your schedule. But, but, and that's the thing. If you've got it scheduled in or you've got an identification of this is when, this is when I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. you won't have that feeling that I know I get. I don't know if you get it, but when I've drowned myself into you name it yeah. i could be playing you know candy crush or whatever and then a half an hour passes and it's like oh, oh crap. mine is mine is like definitely either instagram stories or tiktok videos. yeah just anything that's just yeah. mindless swiping and repetitive nothingness oh, yeah. that when you're done the, the key to a time waster is when you finish, you're absolutely no farther, better, smarter, or anything than you were when you started. Yeah, well, and that's a good segue because I think the other thing is when people don't recognize what the time wasters are and not even what the time wasters are, who the time wasters are because there's a lot of people in your life and I don't want to make them seem like they're time she's wasters. She's looking at me while she's saying this. No, no, but like there's people that will be a distraction and it depends on like what's in your life but Mm -hmm. like clients can be a distraction if you've got listings and you've got people calling you every single day or like every few days for an update on their listing where things are at which is understandable why not schedule that in why not have a certain time every few days where this is when i do my client calls and go even further and let your clients know when that will be so that they can expect it so when it's in there then you're not getting distracted by random phone calls when you're trying to do other money activity money making activities well and and this is something you can try to do it doesn't just have to be scheduling calls with them but we've talked about this before too when you can identify these things ahead of time, you yeah. can make your plan address these 
before they become a thing. 100%. So whether it's creating resources for your clients that answer their questions before they ask them or letting them know proactively this is how it's going to work. With our own agents, I mean, we're an open door all the time. But it's been really efficient for us that we schedule biweekly one-on-ones with each of them to talk specifically about what's going on with them. They know when something's happening in real time, they can call us, Mm -hmm. but they also know that they can hold on to not so important stuff because we're going to be on the phone with them soon anyway. Right. Or our team meeting is once a week where everybody can kind of go through a certain set of things they want to talk about that don't become a few times a day at all hours of the day kind of a thing. Right. Or even if you've got family members, like I know there's people that talk to their parents every single day or something along those lines. Like why not schedule that in for your day so that you're not getting that phone call when you're on another call with a client or something along those lines. I mean, sometimes you can't get around it. Sometimes you get calls and that's fine. But the more you can schedule in, the better off you are. And especially planning for the distractions. Like one example we we had last week was when our daughter Emily was just giving us hints that she was probably going to call and have us come pick her up at some point during the day. She wasn't like sick sick, but she she, she just has this thing where, you know, every we few weeks we just knew. So on the way back from dropping them off at school, we kind of planned it out. Okay, like worst case scenario, she's going to call around noon. How is this going to work? Who's going to pick her up? What are we going to get done before that? That kind of stuff and that and and, <laughs> and sure enough behold, yeah exactly there she is she called you I because I told her I wasn't available so she called Daniel and Daniel went to pick her up and I mean it wasn't ideal but like we were prepared for it and we were less pissed off too <laughs> that well that's true yeah. because even though we both always in the back of our head know something's gonna hit the fan yeah if we don't prepare for it it just becomes annoying exactly and this was still and annoying but yeah like at least I knew the stuff I needed to get done was done by noon. Yeah. And the stuff that I could do at home was ready to go mm-hmm. after I picked her up and did it at home. So yeah. that is a good example. That just happened. Thank you. Oh, so, oh, you're welcome. Okay. And then another thing that I think a lot of us as agents get sucked into a lot, and not sucked into, but there's just so many opportunities for training and for different types of, of eventually when we get back to it, um, conferences. Cause I love going to conferences L- this like last year before mm-hmm. COVID, like we went to a few and they were amazing yeah. just in terms of like the education and all that kind of stuff. So you guys know what we're talking about, but you could literally do a real estate related webinar every single day if you wanted to. There is no shortage of yeah. information and it's very tempting and it, it's, it's a good like it's a good distraction in a sense because it, it relates back to your to your career and to furthering yourself. But you have to have a balance. And so you need to figure out how much time do I need and should I be dedicating to this sort of activity? Because at the end of the day it's not directly tied to your income and what you're going to be making. It can help. It can give you some ideas, but you got to have a balance. You, you can use anything you do to, you can justify anything yeah. that it's helping your, you, anything you right. can justify. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, you're right. But I guarantee you that if you schedule and, and place these things into your day and into your calendar in a way that's organized and, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like kind of in balance. Well, just like a a healthy balance. So it's not, you're not tipping the scales with anything too much or more than you want for yourself. 
If you do take a step back and say, how many of these things have I gone to? How many podcast episodes have I listened to? Mm -hmm. You know, depending on how you schedule that into your day. Like for you, you listen to podcasts all the time, but you're listening to them in the morning, like before people have woken up. I will listen to probably three hours worth of podcast slash audiobooks every single day. But (laughs) I do it when I'm working out. I do it like I have headphones in the shower sometimes. Whenever I'm in the car, that's all I'm listening to. So it's just strictly those times where I can just zone out and I'm doing something else. So that is like, the most efficient it's, use it's of your happy time. place i love it i love it <laughs> yeah but but it's but you know that that's when you're doing it so when it yeah. comes time to get down to work or when it comes yeah. time to have dinner or whatever that stuff's not on no and because, i can't i can't focus when i have well, a podcast too. going on the back i don't know about you like if you were listening to a podcast and then trying I li- to like, I listen right. to mine like if I for me it's in the car or if I go for a run like it's okay. it's it's but like But you couldn't listen to something while you were doing emails or something along those no. lines. Okay. No. Not That's not unless it was completely like a dry humor thing right. and yeah. and I didn't have to actually pay attention. Okay. Yeah. That's um, what I am too. But the other thing with education too is there is some people would argue, I mean, I, I would argue against that there's no limit to what you could learn. I think there comes a point in time where your brain is full enough with the stuff you need to do the job. Okay. I think you need to strive to keep learning. Right. But I think that if you, she's dying to talk. <laughs> but I'm saying, because, like, think think of this podcast or the OTB 100. Mm-hmm. There are five, six, 10, 12 carbon copy type yeah. things of what we have out there. And there's people who will listen to all of them. Yeah. And I'm not mad at you for doing it. No. But I don't know if it's because people think they want to see if they can get different opinions that help kind of shape what they're... No, I just think there's like people that just love learning and taking it all in. And that's great. Yeah. I I just think to to be able to do it in an efficient way... There needs to be some structure. She's dying here. She's going to like... I'm so afraid I'm going to forget. Okay, I'm going to let her talk. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. She didn't plan this no, in, no, clearly. No, no, no. <laughs> no my own, I just wanted to say the way to, to, to figure out what to do and what not to do is what kind of training and education... What? Is, that, is this what you're going to say? <laughs> She's just so excited. No, no, no. Okay, what, what type of training and education ties back to your goals for the year? If it doesn't, if you want to attend an investment seminar and you have no desire to work with investors, then why the hell are you doing it? Uh, right, okay. I mean, I get why you're doing it, but don't. <laughs> right, okay. Then, yeah, I, I was on a different path okay. than you there. But okay, that's, good. That's, so that's cool. all I wanted to say. Uh, all, all I'm saying is <laughs> if you are in investments, yes. Don't go to six different investment seminars. Yes, okay, that's what I'm what saying. saying. But like also, yeah. Okay, so tie it back to your goals. Just be Don't efficient. Don't go crazy. Yeah. And then like an hour a week. Like I think that's more than sufficient. You will you will but, always be happy if you've learned something new every yeah, week. Exactly. Always. And the other thing is that if you dedicate the time to it, you're not going to feel the need to um, try to multitask because – how many of you guys, and I do this all the time, like I'll have a webinar in the background and then I'll be doing emails, I'll sending texts, I'll looking through social media. Like I'm not focusing my attention on what I'm supposed to be learning. And then it's a waste. 
So well, dedic- there's there's people out there who will admit that when they've taken some online courses that they need to get through, they're doing things and just clicking through okay, the course well, without paying different. attention. I'm just talking. Don't about, do that. No, no, that's no, that's we don't we don't condone that. No, activity. no, no. But I'm just talking about like signing up for something and then just not even paying attention to it. Like that's just a waste. Like why are you even bothering? Right. So that's my thing. If you have, if you put it into your schedule, be realistic, balance it out, and you're good to go. I have never seen her this fired up. Did you just like? Because did you take caffeine pills before a, this episode? I had a cupcake before this, so maybe that's, that's true. Why. Actually, yeah, I'm on like a sugar. She, high. And she did, for what it's worth, she said it's the best cupcake it she's really ever had is. in her life. I would give a shout out to the place that made it, but I can't remember what it's called. I think right it had now. bake in the name. Look oh, it up. That's that's helpful. It was gluten free. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about today, and I don't know about you, you can talk about something else. If you I, want. I feel like if I even try to <laughs> cut you off one more time, you're going to punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. Okay, systems. We have talked about systems for the last 100 days, and if you don't have all of your systems in order, that's fine. But a lot of agents I talk to, they say, they always like, I'm very busy working with clients, all that kind of stuff, which is great, which is your money-making stuff, but all of the stuff in the back end is not even there. I've put it on the back burner because I don't have time to get it done. So you really need to figure out how you're going to get your systems in order. And whether that's spending an hour a week, just trying to like piece your CRM together or whatever it is. Um, Like we just signed up for a new CRM, for example, and we have so much to learn and it can feel really overwhelming and you could end up just not even doing any training. But if you were to just schedule like an hour a week, to get getting those systems in place, you'll be flying within a few months. And think about what that is. What you're doing right now without having proper systems in place is your system. It's a shitty one. <laughs> like you've got a system right now where you've got yourself flying all over the place and these things are put into place to organize what you're already doing. So doesn't it make sense that you invest an extra hour a day or whatever it is to save three hours a day down the road? Mm Because that's what the point of all these are. Not to mention, hopefully, to make you more money and get you closer to your goals. Like, if you land up investing the same amount of day into your work day every day, I said day way too many (laughs) times times. there. But if you invest the same amount of time every day and now – Instead of spending five hours running around, you're spending one hour on a system and four hours dealing with two or three times the business that you were in an unorganized fashion, disorganized, Mm -hmm. correct myself. Mm -hmm. You've thrown me off my game today with your hyperactivity. (laughs) Sorry. You'd be way farther ahead. So that is the be all and end all of everything we talk about is having things that we, like you said, are still developing ourselves. But the more we put systems into place... It just makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you've got direction and a goal. And again, you know what to do. It's not just about a calendar that tells you what you need to do each day. When you can actually log into something or open up whatever your system is and have everything laid out, you know, your calendar might just say, hey, go into the CRM CRM system and do your stuff. And then you get in the CRM system. It's like do A, B, C, and D. Go. Right. That's what you need. Again, it's just breaking things down farther and farther. Yeah. Okay. So here's a little tip that I've just implemented. Pro tip. Very excited for that has been very effective. Okay. So you know the bookmark bar you have on the top of your browser? 
I will save every single daily activity that I need to get to on that. So like I go into Facebook and I start up a few conversations or like I have a certain goal of starting up conversations with people every day or or wishing people happy birthday. And then I go into my CRM and then I go into other platforms that... Stop this, this ca- at me. <laughs> I'm, if you're listening to this and it has like a half speed button, click that now or rewind. I I, I've I, never heard her speak this fast okay, in my life. Well, I'm just trying to get it all in. It's, I want there's no time limit. Share the knowledge, guys. Nobody's bored. You guys aren't bored. You're having a good time. I hope you can, not bored. No, they're not bored. Their heads are exploding. <laughs> I'm terrified. Feel like we had to make. We should have made this into like a four-parter. It's fine. It's 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 all good. Is that what it is? Is it like you feel like you need to get it all out, and we're going to run out of time? No, I just like I have so many ideas in my head okay. that I want to get okay. into this phone. We're so good. I'm not. Out. I'm not going anywhere. We scheduled this, is, this in. Okay. This is my thing. So. I have been in this industry for over 10 years and nobody has ever talked to me about this stuff. And I've just become like, I'm, I'm like awakened to like all of these things. And I'm just thinking like, if I were to have known this when I first started or when I was a few years in the business, like, oh my God, like I would have just been so much more efficient, so much more better at my job and all that kind of stuff. So like, I'm just really excited to share the knowledge because I just see how it impacts us in our own business and our own agents and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's why I'm excited. The time has come for the knowledge bombs. Okay, deep breath. Okay, I'm calm now. Okay, so anyway, going back to the bookmark bar. Yes, please. Okay, so I have, so what I'll do is I'll, like I've timed it out how much each activity takes. And this is all stuff related back to having conversations with clients or potential clients. Like it's all based on money-making type activities. So like this whole schedule is like an hour in my morning, but I've got all the bookmarks lined up. So I literally go from one to the next to the next. And it's like it changed my whole morning because I'm not guessing at what I have to do. It's right there in front of me. And I just love the order of going through it all. And it's it's really great. So It's mind-blowing for you? It's pretty mind-blowing. I, I do something similar, but not all bookmarky. No, I just I just put a nine a.m. task in the calendar mm. that has like three or four things that I know I'm going to open my day with, and that's what it is. It's just yeah. it's an agenda item with like three things, mm-hmm. and then that's how I open my day, which is similar, but I don't have little buttons. Yeah, the buttons are really fun. Buttons sound kind of fun, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. But I encourage Why? all of you. Why do to, you want to do it? Because it's an extra step. It's not in my schedule. Oh. See, but this, if it was part of, if it was a system that you had. Here's a good question. There's two different ways to look at from, I'm sure there's lots of ways, but there's two different ways I can think of, of looking at scheduling. There's plotting in the things you need to do in the times you're going to do them. Yes. Right. So nine to 10, I'm going to call clients. Yeah. Or. What I think a lot of people do is opening their day with these are the things I need to get done today. Yes. Right? And there's a big difference there that I don't think people give enough credit to the value of the difference. Because okay, so, so for example, get it done and what? Well, it, both of them are get it done, but one of okay. them is let's say the night before you list out the six major things you're going to need to do the next day. 
Okay. Right. So you don't have a weekly schedule or a daily schedule of like this is the so time I make calls. Activities that tie back to your goals, like sure. actual yeah, you, all useful things. Okay. All useful things. Got it. So you're calling clients. You've got to drop off a check. You've got like there's some things that are tangible things, some things that are routine things. But the two different ways that I think people look at it are some are they actually plot it into their like they time block. Yeah, they time block. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that say, when I'm done my day, these are the things that need to be done. Mm. And to me, there's a, and I've fallen into the ladder most of the time. Me too. But I can tell you, and I think you agree, that the difference is when you time block and you stick to that time block, not only does it guarantee you're going to get the stuff done, which is the most important thing, but the stress level and the confusion about what you're supposed to do when and what's more important and all those things that come with not having it time blocked, it's huge Yeah. to me. I agree. But I think a lot of people, because we're, st- I mean, I'm still not perfect in it at all. Like there's mm-hmm. lots of days where I'm like, okay, we're going to need to do this and dinner's got to be made ready and we've got to pick up the kid. Well, we know when we have to pick up the kids. Hopefully that's time blocked. Yeah. But you know, like I've got to call this client. I've got to do this thing. I've got to take this video, make a post, whatever. Mm -hmm. If it's all just there, you get to work in the morning and it's all there and you kind of dive into whatever makes the most sense. It's a to-do list, whatever. Yeah. But for me, it becomes kind of like increasingly more stressful because human nature is you're going to do the thing you want to do the most Mm -hmm. first if there's six things there or the easiest like the stuff that's just easy to knock off our kids are the same way with their homework whatever but then as you go through it if you haven't time blocked it yeah now you're just stuck with the crap at the end of the day the more choice you have in your day the more the times because i don't know how many there's like been studies done about how many decisions you have to make in a day and there's people out there like highly productive successful people that are so focused on limiting their decision making for like the mundane things because they want to have their brain power for the bigger right business things so like for example i forget who was talking about this on a podcast but um they were saying how their partner or like maybe they just like had the same outfit like they just had black a black shirt and jeans and that's all they wore every single day because there was it the decision was taken out of it or um like eating the same thing for dinner every single day like i mean these are kind of stupid i Things, but no, but, but like, you know, but that's that's the life I when I was yeah. with the Argos, the owner of the Argos, yeah. who was a multi, 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 multi millionaire, yeah. wore the same thing yes. every day, yeah. and he ate the same breakfast every there day. There you go. And but, I never actually asked him if it was because it was limiting his decision making, but it very well probably I was. Think probably because because very we want people understand right, that we want to leave our minds open for the big stuff. Yeah. So if you're forced into deciding, should I clean up my CRM or should I send a mundane email to my assistant to let her know to do something? And then while I'm on my email, I'm going to, you know, check out social media for a little bit and then get completely distracted and then hours gone. Like that's kind of the choices that get made and the decisions. And that's where we start falling behind it is. Well, I mean, look look at this podcast. Every time we record a podcast, like we don't come into this with a script. Yeah. Which I like. I don't know if you do. That's not really your forte, but you've been... Scriptless? Well, I, I shouldn't say it's not your forte, but you like to have things prepped. 
Um, or are I you coming like off changing. of that? I'm kind of coming off of that. Yes. Cause I agree that having a script can often feel like the conversation is very boring. Maybe. Well, it, it keeps us focused. It it's, it's the counter to what we're talking about <laughs> because the yeah. way we do this do what we do. podcast is not the way that you should schedule your day. Yeah. However, I mean, we also schedule the time that we're doing this. Yeah. which we've kind of been up and down with it, but the, down to the kids' understanding, yeah, it's mommy, podcast time. Podcast, yeah. So that's why you hear nothing in the background. And if you watch or listen to our early podcast episodes, that's I would true. say half of them, yeah. kids would come in or yeah. would interrupt in the middle of it. Maybe they just thought it was a little pet project and mommy and daddy are just having fun with a podcast thing and we don't really yeah. care if it's we like, interrupt oh, that's them. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, there are kids going, oh, whatever. Um but now they know. And that's yeah. also important as another pro tip. Don't isolate yourself in your schedule when there's people around you like your family and your colleagues who need to be party to your schedule as well. Yes. It's helpful when anybody who will be impacted by your schedule is at least aware of what it is and the importance of it. Mm -hmm. Because that will make it easier for you to go through with it and it'll make it a lot less likely that others get in the way of it, which is the stuff you can't control. Right. A hundred P. Word. <laughs> so that is all I have for today. I am because we've run out of time. sugar high. <laughs> I've got to go make gluten-free pierogies now, which is probably going to take forever. GFPs. GFPs. <laughs> GFPs. Look it up. Um, so yeah, that's all I got too. That's good. I think we're, uh, yeah, we, 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 we've talked for a little while here. We hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully your your head's not exploding. Guys, this is like, this is such a progressive, like it's such a, it's a thing that takes a while to get. We're still having perfected a schedule and we've been working on this for over a year now, um, like to really focus on it and things are still all over the place. If you think there's somebody out there that could use this episode, please share it with them or tag us or tag them in a story, Instagram story. We'd love to hear from you. And now rewind it to the beginning and play it at double speed. <laughs> Your mind will be blown. And go. <laughs> I'm actually going to do that and see what it sounds like. It's probably going to be insane. You will sound like a chipmunk on speed. <laughs> Should be fun. All right. Until next week. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. Goodbye. Level up, 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 level up,